This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. It's the Martin and Lewis Show! The National Broadcasting Company brings you, transcribed from New York, the Martin and Lewis Show. Our guest tonight, Madeline Carroll, and featuring Flo McMichael, Ed Hurley, Dick Stabile and his orchestra, and starring Dean Martin. I love you so much, it hurts me, darling, that's why I'm so blue. And Jerry Lewis. I love you so much. It hurts me. <laughs> Jerry, now what's the matter with it? Do you have to sing that way? Isn't it enough that you're skinny and you have a funny-looking hair and face? Well, if I'm so skinny and everything, why do you work with me? Well, you make such a wonderful pipe cleaner. <laughs> Jerry, isn't it great to be here in New York this season? What do you, what do you mean? Well, don't you feel something in the air? Well, No. I can't say that I feel anything in the air right now, but I felt something in the air yesterday. You did? Yeah, a guy dropped his lunchbox off the elevator and hit me on the head. <laughs> Jerry, I'm referring to the season. So am I. The salt and pepper shakers hit me on the head, too. When you were out in the sunshine, didn't a warm feeling creep all over you? Yeah, the cork came out of his coffee bottle. <laughs> Jerry, how am I ever going to get through to that brain of yours? It's simple. You turn left to Jersey City and keep going. <laughs> You know, Jerry, now that, now that we're here in New York, uh, you should dress more conservatively. I think I'm dressed conservatively. Jerry, look at that hand-painted tie with a picture of a fellow chasing a girl in a bathing suit. You call that conservative? Sure. They're married. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Now, do you mind if I sing? Uh, I got a number to do right here, you know. I was born in Texas, I was bred in Kansas When I get married, I'll be wed in Kansas There's a true blue gal who promised she would wait She's a sunflower from the sunflower state She's a sunflower, she's my sunflower and I know we'll never part She's a sunflower She's my one flower She's the flower of my heart I was fair in Kansas Clouds are rare in Kansas Never saw a place that could compare with Kansas So I'm going home To keep a wedding date With a sunflower from the sunflower state She's a sunflower She's my sunflower And I know we'll never part She's a sunflower She's my one flower She's the flower of my heart
that was real swell singing. I think your voice is even better since we came east. Well, thanks, Jerry. No, I mean it, Dean. I, I think it really sounds good. Well, that's very nice of you, Jerry. And, and now, ladies and gentlemen... No, it makes me proud to have a partner who can sing so good. All right, Jerry, you said it now. Let it go at that. Oh, so you're getting sore. I pay you a nice compliment. You won't even admit that I think you sing good. All right, Jerry, I sing good. I admit it. I'm terrific. I'm wonderful. Everything. Are you satisfied now? Oh, what a ham. <laughs> but, Jerry, stop clowning. Instead of arguing, let's enjoy ourselves here in New York. Eh? Hello, Mr. Martin. Hello, Mr. Lewis. Well, it's our secretary, Florence. How do you like New York, Florence? Well, I'm not sure yet. I've only had a day to look around. Well, we arrived here a week ago. How come you've only had one day to look around? Nobody told me to get off the train. Florence, you don't mean that when the train got into Grand Central, you stayed on it for a whole week? I never heard of anyone doing anything so, uh, flighty. If it was me you were talking to, you'd say stupid. <laughs> Haven't you seen any of the city yet, Florence? Oh, yeah. Yesterday, I spent the whole day just going up and looking at the view from the top of the Empire State Building. Well, you must have loved it up there. Oh, I was just up there a few minutes. But you said you spent the whole day. I did. It's quite a climb, you know. <laughs> well, if you walked all the way to the top, I certainly hope the view was worth it. So do I. You hoped the view was worth it? Don't you know? No. I was afraid to open my eyes. Florence. What? Are you for real? <laughs> Well, I, I just hope you have a lot of fun here, Florence. Oh, I will. But things are so complicated in New York. Mr. Lewis took me to the funniest hot dog stand. Funny hot dog stand? Where is it? I don't know exactly, but it's called Yankee Stadium. <laughs> you went to Yankee Stadium? Oh, then you saw a baseball game. I did? <laughs> you mean you didn't know what was going on? Jerry, why didn't you explain it to her? Oh, Mr. Lewis explained the whole thing to me. I sure did, Dean. Well, that's why I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> uh, tell me, Mr. Lewis, who was that man with the iron mask on his face who crouched down behind the batter? Oh, that, that's the catcher. He has to wear that iron mask or else the baseballs would smash his face out of shape. Oh, I see. Yeah, I know all about that stuff. I used to be a catcher myself. You were? Oh, Mr. Lewis, why didn't you wear a mask? <laughs> I couldn't afford a real mask. So I put a birdcage over my head. Well, that should have been all right. Yeah, but just as the pitcher threw the ball, the canary flew out and left the door open. <laughs> anyway, Florence, you had fun going to the Yankee Stadium with me, didn't you? Oh, yes, but I hated the woman sitting next to me. She was wearing the same hat I was. I didn't think you even saw that woman's hat. You were so busy eating those ten hot dogs I bought for you. Oh, I didn't eat them. I just squeezed all the mustard on her hat when she wasn't looking. <laughs> Well, I didn't know you had a crush on Flo, Jerry. You didn't? No, I didn't. Well, I like Florence, but, but I have a problem. Well, what is it? Pray tell. Uh, well, I keep asking myself this. Can a man who has had a Tinker Toy set for 23 years find happiness with girls? You know, Jerry, you ought to see a psychiatrist and get straightened out. How, how, how'd you get all those kinks in your brain anyway? I gave my hair a Tony cold wave and it sang through. <laughs> Jerry's very sweet, Mr. Martin. Yesterday, he took me to one of those swanky stores on Park Avenue to buy me some perfume. But I couldn't find anything I liked. All I had was surrender, passion, taboo. The perfume I wanted was my sin. Why do you want my sin? Well, with that kind, they give you free judo lessons. <laughs> so long, Florence. We'll see you later. So long, Florence. <laughs>
Hey, you know, Dean, I may have another date with her. Well, it's the right time of year for romance, Jerry. People in love, birds, bees. Oh, I know all about that. My father told me about the birds and bees for years before I had my first date. And what happened? I got stung. <laughs> but I know all that birds and bees stuff, Dean. I speak the language of the bees. I can even understand what they are saying. Why, only this afternoon I was in a park listening to a couple of them having a conversation. Oh, Jerry, please. No, I'm not kidding. I was sitting on a bench, and this bee came along and went... Zzzz. Pretty soon, a boy bee came along and went... Zzzz. And then the girl bee went... Zzzz. And the boy bee went... Zzzz. And then suddenly... Zzzz. What in the world was that last... Zzzz. Her husband showed up. Friends, are you saving for a rainy day? The best people are doing it, so it must be a good thing. It must pay off. Especially when your emergency money is invested in United States savings bonds. Savings bonds issued by our own government, and as safe as our government. They're the best place of all for your savings because United States savings bonds make your money grow and grow. In only ten years, every three dollars you put away grow into four dollars, and every three hundred, four hundred. And maybe you didn't know it, but you don't have to save a whole savings bond all at once. No, sir. You can join either of the two time payment plans. If you're employed, join the payroll savings plan where you work. If you're in business for yourself, you're a builder or farmer or painting contractor, join the bond-a-month plan where you bank. For future security, save in United States savings bonds. Well, you know, Jerry, we have a lovely guest on our show tonight, the famous stage and screen star, Madeline Carroll. Yeah, Madeline Carroll. Oh, boy, wow. Look, never mind about that oh, boy, wow stuff. When she gets here, I want you to be, you know, on your best behavior. Oh, I will, Dean. Gee, Madeline Carroll. She's a glamorous, beautiful movie star. She wouldn't wipe her feet on me. Oh, after she gets to know you, I'm sure she will. <laughs> Gee, I can hardly wait for her to get here, Dean, because you know what? What? Well, when we left Paramount, Bob Hope asked me to give Madeline a kiss for him. Jerry, that's just a figure of speech. Yeah, and her figure's something to make speeches about. <laughs> Jerry, you don't understand. Bob Hope didn't mean for you to actually kiss Madeline. He just meant to say hello to her. Only a moron would interpret it otherwise. Well, meet Jerry Lewis, boy, otherwise. <laughs> I don't know why we're even discussing it. In the first place, you don't know how to kiss a girl. I do, too. I've been kissing girls since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. Of course, I kissed a lot of grasshoppers, too. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's just schoolboy stuff. Now, the way to kiss a girl... Well, uh, you, uh, you take her in your arms, you lean her back a little, and say something soft and sweet to her. You whisper, darling, and then you kiss her. Oh, Dean, I'm so unworthy of you. Now, Madeline will be here in a moment, Jerry, and I want you to be very polite to her. Just say, Madeline, I'm charmed to meet you, and, you know, go ahead, now say it. Let me hear you say it. Madeline, I'm charmed to meet you. <laughs> now, here, 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 watch now. Say, say, say it again. I just want to hear you say it again. Madeline, I'm charmed to meet you. <laughs> That's right. Now, here she comes. Hello, Dean. <laughs> Well, hello, Madeline. Step right in here. I've got a little surprise for you. All right, Jerry, say it. 
Madeline, I'm charmed to meet you. <laughs> oh, Dean, how cute. Where did you get it, and how do you wind it up? <laughs> Look, Miss Carol, I'm Jerry Lewis. You don't wind me up. I'm a person. Nobody winds me up. Hello, Jerry. My, you're cute. Yeah? Oh, very cute. Yeah? You know, Jerry, you appeal to me very much. Well, Jerry, don't say something. Madeline, I'm charmed to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Is Jerry always this uh, excited, Dean? Well, he's naturally nervous, Madeline. You know, when jitters wake up after a bad night, they have Jerry. <laughs> they have Jerry. I wish they had that joke. That's nothing wrong with the joke, Dean. The audience didn't understand. I'll explain it to them. You're going to explain this whole joke? Yeah, you see, when you I wake up... I want to wish and... you a lot of luck. Oh, thanks. You see, when you make when you make a joke like Jitters sees Jerry, that means it's the reverse. Usually the person sees the Jitters. But I'm supposed to be such a jerk and everything that, that the Jitters saw me. See, this is a form of a joke that Dean always says, and when people hear it, they scream and laugh. It's so funny and everything. All right, so I made a boo-boo. Ah, quiet, Jerry. You know... You're very beautiful, Madeline. You have such lovely blonde hair. Thank you, Dean. And for your information, my hair is naturally blonde. It is? Ah, <laughs> oh, stop with the jokes, Jerry. I want to tell Madeline we really appreciate her coming over tonight. You must be pretty busy working in your play, Goodbye, My Fancy. Goodbye, My Fancy? What does that mean? Well, Jerry, in the play, I'm a girl who has clothed herself in a lot of pretty, fanciful illusions, and I lose them. You lose your pretty illusions right on the stage? <laughs> Jerry, look. You'll have to excuse Jerry, Madeline. He's very tired tonight. He got into a fight with his animal crackers and he lost. <laughs> you know, Jerry, I'm beginning to think you're very young. It's just spring, Madeline. Wild, mad spring. Oh, sweet Madeline, tell me that you care. I do care, Gerald, with all my heart. Then come, my loved one. <laughs> Let us go off into the woodlands. We'll take our shoes off and tiptoe through the flowers. Jerry, you don't take a girl tiptoeing through the flowers. Nobody does that. I do, but I'm only 23 years old. What do I know? <laughs> hey, Madeline, that reminds me. I got something for you from Bob Hope. Wonderful, Jerry. What is it? Gee... What do I do now? <laughs> Jerry, if you've got something for me from Bob Hope, I want to know what it is. Perhaps I can guess what it is. Let me see now. Does it have the rare, delicate scent of violets? No. No, it doesn't have the scent of violets. Of course, once in a while, I choose scent scent. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it something wonderful that I'll dream about at night? Yeah, it's pretty wonderful. <laughs> I give up, Jerry. What is it? Well, Madeline, when we left Hollywood, Bob Hope told me to give you a kiss for him. A kiss? Yes. That's why Jerry's all upset. He wants to kiss you and deliver Bob's message. I see. By any chance, Dean, did Mr. Hope give you any message for me? No, he didn't. Well, a girl has to lose once in a while. <laughs> well, come on, Madeline. Pucker up. I am ready. But, Jerry, that's ridiculous. You're, you're kissing Madeline Carroll wouldn't be anything like Bob Hope kissing her. Why not? Well, Jerry, if you kiss me, it's just another kiss. But with Bob's nose, he can kiss me and breathe in my ear at the same time. <laughs> when you try my technique, the last girl I kissed said murder. 
Maybe that's what she preferred. Is that so? Listen here, after they kiss me, they're willing to die. I bet Madeline's gonna love this. Well, I must tell you, you're up against some real competition, Jerry. You see, when Charles Boyer kisses me, I think of the Casper, mysterious, exotic. And when Turin Bay kisses me, I think of a harem draped in silks and sweet incense-laden air. And when Robert Taylor kisses me, I think of champagne, evening clothes and sables, Monte Carlo. And now you want to kiss me. Yeah. I hope you like Coney Island. <laughs> well, go ahead, Madeline. He'll hound you all night if you don't kiss him. Well, all right, Jerry. I'm ready. Okay, here goes. Well, how was that? You know something? Coney Island isn't so bad. <laughs> Madeline, uh, Madeline, after Dean sings, we're going to do a little skit on what happens in spring and how boys meet girls. Would you like to help us out? I'd love to, Jerry. Okay, Dean, hurry up and sing. Bye. Bye. Dean Martin sings, accompanied by Dick Stabile in the orchestra, Dreamer with a Penny. I'd rather be a dreamer with a penny than a rich man with a worried mind. Here am I with wealth untold. The moonlight is my silver, the sunshine is my gold. I'd rather have a shanty filled with laughter than a pallor. Someone's tears design. Lady Luck and I keep walking hand in glove. Got a gal who loves me for nothing but my love. I'd rather be a dreamer with a penny than a rich man with a worried Than a palace, someone's tears design. Lady Luck and I keep walking hand in glove. Got a gal who loves me for nothing but my love. I'd rather be a dreamer with a penny. Than a rich man with a worried mind. 
United States Savings Bonds the best place of all for your savings because United States Savings Bonds make your money grow and grow. In only 10 years, every $3 you put away grow into $4, and every $300, $400. And maybe you didn't know it, but you don't have to save a whole savings bond all at once, no sir. You can join either of the two time payment plans. If you're employed, join the payroll savings plan where you work. If you're in business for yourself, you're a builder or farmer or painting contractor, join the bond-a-month plan where you bank. For future security, save in United States savings bonds. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Madeline, Dean, and I are going to show you some of the problems of young love in spring. In our first scene, we find an unhappy young man entering the office of that famous lovelorn editor, Miss Beatrice Madeline Carroll Fairfax. <laughs> Pardon me, are you Miss Fairfax? Yes. I have a big problem. I can't get girls. I can't understand it. I'm clever and witty and brilliant. A college graduate. I have a very high IQ. I'm extremely intelligent and a cultured gentleman. But, young man, you're supposed to write me these problems. Who can write? <laughs> Next, we have the naive, inexperienced young man going to call on his girl at her home. Gee, I always have trouble getting up enough courage to ring the doorbell. Madeline's such a refined, bashful girl. She'll never marry anybody. Well, I'll ring the bell. How nice to see you. Isn't that box of candy for me? Yes, it is. A big five-pound box of candy. It's tutti-frutti caramels with chocolate-covered cherry centers with marshmallow cream filling under the coconut. I'm sorry they didn't have the fancy kind. <laughs> Come on, Gerald. Sit down beside me on the sofa. Before you take a bite, Madeline, tonight you have to give me a kiss. Give you a kiss? Gerald, Lewis, I'll have you know I'm not that kind of a girl. But Madeline... Goodness, somebody's at the door. You stay here on the sofa and I'll go see who it is. Hello, baby doll. How about a great big kiss? Poor guy doesn't know she's not that kind of a girl. <laughs> well, let's sit down on the sofa, honey. We'll pitch a little wool. Oops. <laughs> What's this I'm sitting on? Hey, where'd you get the totem pole? <laughs> hey, I'm no totem pole. And look here, Madeline, I got something to say to you. You won't even give me a kiss, and yet you let this fella come right in and throw his arms around you and kiss him as much as he wants. You think that's something? I'm in the wrong house. <laughs> Look, kid, you're crowning us here on the sofa. Go on, scram, get out of here, and leave that box of chocolates where it is. All right, I'll go. You're sitting with my girl, and now you're eating my candy. But I'll fix you. I'm going to turn out all the lights so you can't find the good pieces. <laughs> And then there's the little romantic scene that often occurs in Central Park. Dean plays the sailor, I play the girl. Well, here I am. I wish a handsome sailor would come along and whistle at me. Hiya, babe. Hello, sailor. Were you whistling at me? Yeah, I've been at sea quite a while, and you look pretty good to me. You think I'm beautiful, don't you? Are you kidding? I was at sea quite a while, but I wasn't born on the ship. <laughs> How can you say that? 
My friends think that I look like a movie star. Yeah, I see what they mean. Your hair, it reminds me of Linda Darnell, and your eyes remind me of Greer Garson. Your face reminds me of Lana Turner. How about my legs? My favorite, Wild Bill Elliott. <laughs> but I can't help it. I've been looking for some liquid stocking makeup, but I can't find the exact thing to match my legs. Yeah, it must be hard to find bow-legged bottles. <laughs> Have you been a sailor long? I'll say I have. Maybe I'm a seagoing tar on the briny deep. Ah, oh, the salty spray on a four-masted schooner in the crow's nest. Swab the deck, scrape those barnacles. Ahoy there, full speed ahead. Anchors away. Say, mister. Yes? Are you for real? <laughs> We're wasting time. Let's start smooching. How dare you try to kiss me? What are you hitting me for? I didn't even touch you. I know. I'm just practicing. <laughs> Oh, boy, look at this swell dish coming along the walk. Hello, sailor. Going my way? Swell dish? You call her a swell dish? What she got that I haven't got? Nothing, but you knocked with ten and she went gin. <laughs> oh, sailor, don't tell me this dame is your girlfriend. Of course. I'm lovely. I'm engaged. I've had my mustache plucked. <laughs> I still like this beautiful blonde better. Oh, yeah? Sure, compared to you, she's Eve in the Garden of Eden. Okay, I'm Eve. Come on, Adam, let's get out of here. Oh, no, you don't. I got his arm and he's staying here. Well, I got his other arm and he's coming with me. Hey, you two, stop pulling. What do you know? We split the atom. <laughs> And finally, there's the lonesome young fellow who hasn't got a girlfriend and goes to the famous Roseland Dimer Dance Hall. Well, here I am at Roseland. I wonder if there are any girls around here I can dance with. Yoo-hoo, lover boy! Would you like to dance with me, honey? Do I want to dance? Sure. How about a rumba? You know how to rumba? I'll say. I'm an exploit at it. Never took a lesson in my life, either. Yeah? How'd you learn? I got a bicycle with a loose seat. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. They're gonna start. We better get ready, huh? Yeah. Snuggle up a little closer, sweetie. How's this? Closer. Am I close enough now? I think so. You're behind me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here we go. Here's my ticket. That'll be another ticket, bud. <laughs> another ticket? I didn't even get a hold of you. Well, give me another ticket, and this time, grab quicker. Okay, here, let's go. Hey, who leads this band, Flash Gordon? <laughs> Come on, honey, the next one is a waltz. Give me another ticket. Hey, I think I'm getting swindled here. Hey, Mr. Orchestra Leader, what was that number? Cruising down a river. Well, let's cruise a little. I didn't even get a chance to get in the boat. <laughs> oh, quit beefing, honey bunch. Let's dance some more. Well, okay. <laughs> That'll be another ticket. Hey, now I'm sore. Bum. What number was that? The one o'clock jump. <laughs> What'd you do, set it back for daylight saving? If you don't shut up, wise guy, I'll bang you over the head with every instrument in my band. Oh, yeah? Let's see you try it. There, you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. 
At last you played one number all the way through. The Lewis Show, transcribed in New York, is produced and directed by Robert L. Red and written by Norman Sullivan, Dick McKnight, Ray Allen, and Chet Castellaw. Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis are soon to be seen in the Hal Wallace production, My Friend Irma. This is Ed Hurley. He's suggesting you tune in your NBC station each Sunday evening at the same hour for the Martin and Lewis Show. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. That's it for this time, but there's always more old-time radio at relicradio.com. Thousands of episodes of every variety offered for free, thanks to you, the listeners. If you'd like to help support this and all of the shows, please visit donate.relicradio.com or visit the website and click on the Donate button for more information. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back soon with another installment of A Legacy of Laughs.